Welcome to the Marketing Experience Podcast from Brenda. Thank you for tuning in and making your decision to grow online. This is the show where we talk all things in relation to marketing. And now, here's your host, Abbas Zuma. Hello and welcome back to the Marketing Experience Podcast. This is episode 10 and Abbas Zuma, I'm the host. First of all, I want to say thank you guys who all listened to the previous episode and who listened to the episodes as they they pop out each and every week. And the marketing experience is centered around challenges, lessons, failures, thoughts, suggestions, predictions, all around marketing. And this podcast is always out on, on Monday, 7 a.m. East Africa Standard Time. I will start with um, my predictions with uh, LinkedIn. Um, if I told you remember very well in the last episode, I did talk about LinkedIn removing the stories from its platform completely. And LinkedIn had said in one of their publications that they are rolling out a video a video feature which will be more accessible in a way that content can can be seen for more than 24 hours and creators have a room to create intriguing and interesting content at large and if we try like weighing down what could be like the common feature that could offer that same kind of experience to all the creators. To me personally, I believe it's like a mock-up of how we interact with YouTube shots or interact with Instagram fleets or TikTok in general. To me, I believe LinkedIn is trying to roll out that same and particular feature on the LinkedIn platform at large. And Here's my backup for that because what we have seen evolving is this kind of content keeps queuing people in to want more, you get? And it also attracts people to be more creative. Like how we've seen creators being more creative on TikTok and how it has really helped the platform at large. And to me, I'm expecting the same and similar scenario on LinkedIn. And I'm 100% prepared. And if I told I was to say why, well, I've already told you. This feature gives you access to content that's more accessible that you can see with time and time and time. And it's just endless. And secondly, you have many tools to create content, that kind of content. In case you're familiar with how TikTok content is created, that you have to add certain or particular features, uh, stickers, filters, music in the background, and all that. And to me, I believe LinkedIn is going to roll out that same or particular element, but then they're going to try to be more creative to suit the professional world at large. 
um i believe they'll try adding music because that's like the common driver of uh, these platforms maybe they'll try collaborate collaborating with certain music distribution platforms or maybe they buy one and they add it to the ecosystem this way creators have that option to do more creative stuff at large and i'm fully positive about this i've given you my thoughts and my own reasons as to why linkedin might want to roll out a feature like that and where my own assumptions arise from and i've tried backing it up so i would like and love to hear from you guys what you think could be the next linkedin feature that linkedin is trying to pop out in fact as a matter of fact I've already started preparing when that feature pops up. I believe it will in fact pop out like two weeks after the closure of the stories. This way creators know what to deal with. And that would be a new evolution because being honest, I haven't seen any platform that has jumped on this trend as I define them that has completely failed. As a matter of fact, people are becoming more creative they are liking these kind of features and it's an open room for creators to see awareness that helps them in the long run so guys i'll leave that in the comments you guys will share with me what you think is the next feature on linkedin and why you think it is um moving on hashtags are one of the most underused or overused features on every platform now this is specifically for the linkedin ecosystem but it can be applied on facebook twitter and instagram at large so here's what i mean now i'm going to try digesting this in two bits let me explain so without even so without even explanation you know what hashtags are in case you don't know what they are or what they do these are hidden archive content yes archive content that are laid with a hashtag sign at the left and a keyword at the right now these hashtags are powerful meaning they can break or build your brand and a while back i talked about custom tags what they are what they're all about and anything that you need to know about them but then this time round i wanted to talk about two things number one dear creators please and please every time you use hashtags add them at the end of your caption never and ever add them at the beginning of the caption or in the middle of the caption because these hashtags contain hyperlinks meaning if i clicked on it i will be redirected to another page or another another section and from a standpoint you might not think of that as something that is risky even if it was your own custom tag which i encourage each and every brand to use a custom tag on their own content but then the main purpose of these hashtags is to give life give awareness to the particular content and as i was saying 
when I click on the hashtag, I will be redirected to another section or in general, just an archive of different content. And I'll be leaving your content that you spend time on crafting and you've just lost out. And being honest, I did this for about three times ever since I began the social thing talking about the social media marketing world and it was not only when I realized how big I was missing out and this is something literally new creators that aren't aware of how this thing works that are falling into the same pitfall and when you look at it that you've added a hashtag in the middle of your caption or the beginning of your caption you're sacrificing the rich and the reading the rest reading of the rest of your content at large meaning you do not have control over it because once that person your reader clicks or taps on the hashtag they will automatically be redirected to another section and that means you don't have any authority you don't have you do not have the odds at your side that that particular person or that particular group of people will come back to see your content that uh, they've they have just missed so i implore all brands to please and please add these hashtags at the end of the captions it just makes more sense and just to supplement on that use custom hashtags in case you don't know custom hashtags these are owned hashtags i gave you an example of my own custom hashtag which is hashtag avastzumak and in case you follow me on linkedin and twitter because this is where i pound that too much is i use about three hashtags most of the time i use one the much the marketing experience i have one hashtag branda and hashtag avast and i never add them at the beginning at the middle but instead at the end of the caption so I kindly implore all creators, all brand owners to pass on this message to anyone that's doing that particular mistake because you might not know why your content is dropping despite being good or despite you having tons and tons of people seeing what you're trying to push out in the end. And you guys will let me know, you'll try sharing your thoughts about that in particular in the comments or you try sending in a voice note as we'll try adding a voice note at the end of this show for one of our recent listeners who shared his own thoughts to the previous episode about trademarks and still on hashtags and this applies to literally linkedin facebook and instagram and literally any platform that you can use hashtags even on tiktok but strictly platforms where you can dm so i'm going to focus on linkedin and facebook for this case yes but mainly linkedin now in case you want to go the extra mile of promoting your custom tag whenever you send a message to a person in their direct messaging panel please add your hashtag your own custom hashtag because you remember we've talked about how this hashtag contains a hyperlink which is clickable so here's a story when you add that hashtag ask that person to click on it and follow it i mean 
that's one of self-promoting but you're doing it indirectly and you're not asking for anything in return just do that so i just wanted to supplement on the whole hashtag thing and close it for once in case i happen to find anything trendy or a challenge then i would pass it on in the next episode episode 11. now i also want to talk about facebook retargeting and in case you run ads on any platform then you understand what i'm trying to refer to but first what do you understand by the term retargeting you guys probably will share your thoughts in the comments but um to me the way i try like defining retargeting is the art of communicating with a previously communicated person but this time with the same or different kind of message but then you're talking or speaking or communicating to that same particular person or that particular group of people simple what happens is when you run ads for the first time there is that audience that you retain that you have access to all that data that you collected in the process of running that campaign after the campaign finished you stored that data then another round comes when maybe you want to show you know the same product to that audience that never took action or took action but then showed interest into what you are trying to promote i mean that's like the whole concept like we're trying to pound again that audience that we are trying to reach at the start so here's the deal every time you use retargeting you get into the eyes of people who saw your message who saw your pitches who saw your messaging all that material and it's too powerful in a way that you can't comprehend it like you're literally sharing your message within that same group of people but this time around you may be sharing the same thing or a different thing but to an audience that you need and you already have that audience in the piece of the data that you're using and um, this mainly for me it works on facebook because that's where i do most of my targeting within the social world 90 percent so to me i feel it's strong it's a powerful strategy like retargeting it's like studying and then you do some sort of masters because then you're trying to revive and rewind you know like the same stuff it sounds boring because you're like doing the same thing but as we know the more you practice you become better and yeah that's like the common thing or the common or the livelihood example to use like you're communicating with the same kind of audience but then they'll try understanding who you really are in the long run um and that's why i humbly request each and every brand that has never tried out the retargeting strategy to please try it out that is if that is if you've run ads in the past and you want to see how the magic happens like don't wait plan your next campaign and retarget the rewards are always high 
because you already have access to that data. It's that simple, guys. Um, moving on, Twitter this week started testing out the edge-to-edge -edge tweets and this for the most part appear on the width of your screen and they are available in the US to only iOS creators at the moment. Now this now this is like this is a second feature Twitter has announced that it's working on two times in a row. The first feature is in the previous episode which you can check it out and this one in general I'll try like explaining the whole scenario. Let's let's say I was scrolling through like my my Twitter feed and I'm trying to scroll through from like the profile then try scrolling through the, the media, the videos or just the random tweets then the way this content snaps in that's the most intriguing part like do you guys understand how the typewriter usually works like when you type a letter and it pops up let's say when you're typing let's say hey avast and the H pops up I A V A S T. Now that's the same thing that was soon to experience on Twitter. Like these already pushed out tweets, but they just come and they're they're more of like a playful at first, and then they snap in. And you know, I mean, Twitter is trying to become somehow creative. And to me, I have no problem with what these guys are trying to roll out. Because this is showing how vast of the time they are trying to give to the people using the platform and to try retaining them. Now, here's why I think this will work mainly on the Twitter side. Remember, we micro blog on Twitter every day, every second, new tweets are being pushed out. And that means content is flowing in. So, to me, I believe it's like the headline anarchy of how this thing works. Like, in case you guys know how headlines are designed, like in the newspapers or in the, or in the blogs, like that format. So, this would be something like something has popped up, or let's say a vast has tweeted out. They knew as a person that is reading my tweets or see something popping out as an edge to edge. And I mean I don't have I do not have much to say about this in particular because it's still in test and beta mode, but then it would be kinda interesting to me. Um the funniest bit of it like like 40% of the Twitter audience is not happy about these updates and most are, most people are requesting that Twitter shouldn't do any of this. And for those of you who know me very well, you know my stand on these updates. I am 100% open to see how they play out. Like... Let me guys give you like a different scenario that happened before the fleets were rolled out. 
after seeing it in the news, the Twitter is planning to roll out the fleets. I boycotted the whole thing. In fact, there was there was a certain YouTube video that I went in the comment section and there was a certain YouTube video that I personally commented that the fleets will never work out. And I was kind of biased because I was seeing that maybe Twitter was copy copying, yes, because because Snapchat had rolled them out already. So um, I was kind of biased. But then when the fleets became available to all of us, I was one of the most happy person. Like, I was so happy to test them out. And whenever a poll was out about these fleets, I was too happy. I was too excited. And... Even as I'm saying this, I want to laugh. And then when they were out, still I was somehow disappointed, but I wasn't that fully disappointed. And the reason as to why I wanted to give you that story or try to give you that hint was sometimes we can be wrong or we can be right about these platforms, but all in all it's what happened when it was out. I can assure you one thing. Most of the creators that got the fleets right got the most out of them. And to me, I realized it at a later stage when they were almost out. Like out of a hundred, I benefited a six percentage because I was creating them, but then I was less utilizing them with their full potential. And I'm not feeling bad because I learned my big lesson out of that. And I believe you guys also missed out on some of the recent updates as they've been rolled out, which surely I would love to hear about. It would make more sense if you guys recorded a voice note and, you know, just add it to the episode and then... It will be added into the next episode. And we will love to hear and listen. And we hear sides and stories over these things, how they are working and what you think in brief and general. Um we do now have a search button at the home screen of TikTok. And this is a second search button. Besides the discovery button, which is at the top left, sorry, which is at the bottom left. And when I was testing this out, it made a big surprise to me. Like you guys are going to also give you, share your thoughts and opinions at large. Now I'm still trying to find the essence behind the adding of a second search button. When I clicked on this new button, I saw my previous search history, like it was output, and um, that was basically it, and then a section where I can just search, and I see something that I thought was more creative. I'm sorry for being sarcastic, 
that I thought was more creative. But it wasn't. Because when I reverted to the discovery button to do like a similar search, I still, I still saw the same thing. I mean, we all know like you guys want to be creative, but then you would have at least, yes, you would have at least cut out one thing and leave one button. And as a matter of fact, maybe these guys are trying to allocate where the search button will be. Maybe the people will try to get used that. Who knows? So to me, my humble request to anyone that's affiliated or associated with TikTok would be to leave one button on the platform and that would be at the top because it just makes more sense. Like you cut out this one at the bottom and remove the discovery sheet at once and for all, you know, and just leave it at the top with a search icon and it will just make more and more and more sense. Simple. Um, it was kind of rough with that because that's one of the least things I expect platforms to do. I sure I don't ex I I don't think that was a trend that TikTok was jumping on, and I think with time they're going to try rolling out something even more good with that. All in all, that was my POV. All in all, that was my POV with TikTok, and what I think. You know, I can be right, I can be wrong. Please share your thoughts in the comments as well. And lastly, I want to talk about Instagram. So this week, Instagram made an update that you can hide the number of likes and view counts you've received per the posts you push out. I like to term those as vanity crap, but then I believe this updating you know will try boosting like the self-esteem for certain creators for which feel like they will be judged when they have certain number of likes and for me i went for it for, for it like under the brands we run i had to hide the number of likes for the public to see you know someone will just like they won't be able to see how many other people have liked. And maybe if at all push out a video, maybe that's an IGTV video or a reel, then we are, we are the only ones that can see, you know, we can see people who have seen or have watched that video. And that's really good. And I'm rating that with an 8 out of 10 because you know how I rate and what I base on other chorus point so dear instagram please thanks so much because i feel now more creators will have the confidence to push out anything they feel like and then just hide the number of likes and this is this is money you can do it in every post that you push out and it's just out and it's no nothing will be changed the only thing will be no one will be able to see how many how many number of people liked that particular post in you know and to me i'm going hard i'm going hard with this because i feel there's more room for more creators to rise and push out anything they feel without feeling that they are being judged 
at large. And that brings me to the end of this show at large. And I want to say thank you all. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you guys who have listened from the beginning to the end. It really made much meaning. Thank you all for listening and happy new week and stay safe as well. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Masha'Allah, Tabarak al-Rahman. Mr. Zumak, what I can say that thank you for this uh, progress. Uh, it's quite uh, impressing, mashallah. I have tried to listen to your presentation, to your show. That's episode 9. Uh, I missed the first, the prior episodes, the preceding episodes now, but uh, inshallah, I'll try to review slowly by slowly, inshallah. I see to that, inshallah, I complete them. Uh, you've talked of uh, trademark, Twitter issues, uh, the new ruling that they have brought on platform, uh, the due terms and conditions, the requirements that you have to fulfill in order to have a full teacher, uh, teacher platform. I haven't completed the show due to tight schedule. Right now it's 2 p.m. this way, so I have to give some little. I have just a period of like 30 minutes for rest, then I resume for my works. So, inshallah, I'll try to complete it, inshallah, when I get time. But it's a great job, and I keep uh, I advise you to keep it up, inshallah. Bismillah. It's so interesting. It's so impressing and uh, interesting for sure. Inshallah, it's a good and uh, a very big achievement to your side, Inshallah. And that was the Marketing Experience Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we invite you to subscribe on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and wherever you listen your podcasts from. It would be great if you gave us a 5-star rating and invite your friends to do the same.